0: Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 431, 43 days until the election on AM 600 KIVA 93.7 FM. I'm on Facebook Live. I'm trying to get the uh, camera for some reason. It's not connecting down. I keep trying to pull you and Rudy into the show visually. Well, people but, want uh, to see our beautiful faces. They want to right see right. them.
1: I did an hour last week with a fascinating Facebook Live group called the Armenian Council for Truth and Journalism. Ah. It was very interesting. We did an hour on um, New Mexico, MLG, uh, China, cancel culture. It was very interesting.
0: All right, I mean, well, I, we'll I'm sure you got so that. that
1: link I sent you, Rudy, and you watched my. I interview. did <laughs> all weekend <laughs> That's right. multiple, on the big screen, multiple times. Yeah, I'll have to watch
0: that. Out. I'm sorry I didn't watch it. Uh, let's talk about Trump and the Republicans and uh, their response. And we should probably do a little bit of a history lesson. That way people aren't getting all worked up. I'm trying not to get people worked up right now because I think, you know, we we still got to kind of keep the foot off the gas here because all the variables are now within the control. The Democrats have been exposed to COVID-19. The Democrat states have been exposed in their handling of COVID-19 individually, the worst-performing states, have the highest unemployment rates, and the biggest emigration of people leaving uh, their state, that's very important. The Black Lives Matter. You've seen the hypocrisy in their joining up with Antifa and how their movement has been completely exposed at this point. And you're seeing the V-shaped recovery. No, I'm not talking about the stock market because that will continue to go south. But the continued need by the Trump supporters to go ahead and keep this country great and make this country great again. Now, let's talk about Mitch McConnell and let's go back to 2016. And it's really simple. The Senate, although not expected to confirm the Supreme Court nominees during election year, especially when the president is the opposing party, was the reason why they didn't hold a vote. Let's go back to what President Barack Obama said. Elections have consequences. Who controlled the Senate in 2016? It was the Republicans. Who was the majority leader in 2016? It was Mitch McConnell. Of course they're not going to have a Senate vote. That's exactly the way the Democrats played it. It's politics. Can we just grow up already and realize that didn't didn't matter who Obama suggested? They were shooting blanks at that point. Here's the constitutional rule. The Senate can hold a seat open in a presidential election year, but it's not expected to if it doesn't want to. And the principles McConnell laid out in 2016 do not require him to hold off on con- confirming a nominee to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg. This man's home is getting threatened. One protester was arrested. In addition, you're looking at all this, and McConnell's been there in the trial has been there since 85, right? He faces a reelection fight of his own. He's seventy-eight years of age. We need to be attacking because he decides to hold a vote. Are we really going to go to those lengths? And I know Rand Paul, the other senator from Kentucky, he was hit, he bludgeoned, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, he broke one of his seriously ribs.
1: Seriously ill, yeah. yeah, seriously. And then and then attacked later on after the Trump speech. In the streets of Washington, and his
0: wife. And it's not like, that's right, that was filmed during the GOP convention. Yep. And it's not like it's an overwhelming support. We're going to get to Lisa Murkowski in just a moment, right? <laughs> Do we have and, to? and Susan Collins. And you might remember in 2016 it, or 2018, it was Susan Collins who was really the deciding factor in getting Kavanaugh approved. Who Kavanaugh hasn't been the most conservative of justices. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit later, too. Okay. Trump is going to suggest either uh, Amy Cohen, whatever. Connie Barrett. Yeah. And then the other one is the, the Latina from Miami who represented Ilian Gonzalez pro bono.
1: Barbara Lagoa.
0: That's the other one. Cubana. That's likely who he's going to suggest as a person of color because they're going to do everything they possibly can to tear it down. Okay? Now, Amy deserves it, but because of the spirit of the day and the identity politics, the smarter play for Donald Trump is to... But the Latina there, okay? That's just the way it is. Sorry, folks. Not that she's any less qualified, okay? But they're not exactly going to be looking at the fact that Amy has two black children as a deciding factor. It's just the way that it plays out, okay? Now, any Supreme Court nominee selected by Trump must win confirmation from the GOP-led Senate before joining the court on a lifetime appointment. It includes the confirmation hearings before the Senate Judiciary Committee, which is run by Lindsey Graham. Now, they were out in full force Trying to change your mind. Hey, you're having uh, conversations at the kitchen table. By the way, I think we're 67 days away from Thanksgiving. If it still exists by then.
1: (laughs) Will we make it? (laughs) If these turkeys let us.
0: Even Fox News is putting out anti-Trump polls. 52% trust Biden over Trump and Supreme Court picks. Baloney! No one's talking about that. And fifty two percent of this country doesn't trust a senile, mentally deficient candidate. Even the Democrats think so. Fox News question on the Supreme Court was included in its regular Trump Pence versus Biden Harris poll. It was conducted days prior to Ginsburg's death. Oh, all of a sudden the timing of that, like nobody knew she was sick, and she dies the day after or the day before Rosh Hashanah? Curious, curious. I'm just gonna float that. I won't I won't comment any further than that. Fox poll gave Biden a 52-45 edge. Are you kidding me? As if we didn't like Gorsuch and Kavanaugh? New York Times puts out another poll. Polls have shown voters prefer Biden to pick a justice. Polls do not support Biden doing anything. Trust me on this, okay? Um, No one is saying Biden's going to do a better job than Trump. Go ahead. uh,
1: Meanwhile, uh, 2018 C-SPAN poll, more than half of likely U.S. voters can't name a single Supreme Court justice. (laughs) So, you know, maybe we shouldn't care too much about polls when it comes to the Supreme Court. Although 91% of the high high court has an impact on their daily lives. They just can't name anybody who's serving on the high
0: court. I believe uh, Joe Biden's uh, new campaign song is uh, the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. We don't want to. Well, I won't say the rest. Right. It's not uh, Despacito. (laughs) New York Times headline read polls have shown voters prefer Biden to pick the next justice. The article stated in the Times-Siena polls of Maine, which Siena is very wrong. Sorry, Siena. North Carolina, Arizona released Friday. Voters preferred Biden to select the next Supreme Court justice by 12 percentage points. This is steering, folks. This is trying to get Trump supporters discouraged in all this. That's what they're trying to do right here, right? And then you have the, the crazy nutjob people on the right side, too, who think that Scalia was murdered, Okay. Let's, let's stop the shenanigans. No one murdered Scalia in El Paso. Just, just stop it already, okay? A few research asked, in thinking about how the Senate should deal with the Supreme Court vacancy, which of the following statements come closer to your view? Do you think the Senate should hold hearings on the vote whomever President Obama nominates? Or not hold hearings until the next president selects a nominee? Holding hearings on Obama's nominee? Guess what? They supported that! Why? Because it's Obama, because it's the liberal media, not because a majority of people felt that way. You see how incredibly biased that it is? Because if they felt the same, it would be the same exact number to, hey, wait until after the election. Donald Trump has the power. We have the Senate. We would be irresponsible to not have a vote before the election at this point. It would be the ultimate subjugation of power to the left, in my opinion. If Trump does not suggest one on Friday or Saturday and thinks about it, and I'll give you a reason why he might not be pushing forth on suggesting a Supreme Court nominee, nothing would be worse. Nothing would undermine his own power more than doing that. Okay? You might remember that refusing to acquiesce on the Garland hearings was supposed to cost Republicans in the 2016 election. Former executive editor of the New York Times also thought the same thing. He wrote in The Guardian, Jill Abramson called the Garland's nomination a political gift for Hillary Clinton. And that Garland's separate <laughs> record and demeanor magnify the extremism of Cruz and Trump and the leaders of the GOP nomination, and it will change the election.
1: That gift wasn't worth very much, was it?
0: Not at all, because nobody cared, because according to the poll, 52% of people couldn't name one Supreme Court justice. This will not change the – wait. Let me stop. This should not change the election, but it will, because the Democrats are going to make it so. And when it doesn't, then they're going to want the head of Joe Biden, and they're going to say, we want Kamala Harris. So here's what's going to work in our favor, and this is why I want you to be calm and relaxed. We're prepared. We're ready to go. All these threats about violence, mayhem, destruction, if they don't get their way, we're going to burn the mf down only going to help us, only going to help us, it cannot hurt us, people are rational actors, they don't want to see any more rioting or burning or anything like that, if anybody should be upset, it's us Republicans in the way one Kamala Harris treated Justice Kavanaugh, there have been no substantiations tangibly that would have proven that Justice Kavanaugh now approved and confirmed, thank you Susan Collins, in any way, shape, or form, raped, what was her name? Christy Blasey Ford. Never happened. She disappeared from the face of the earth. You never heard. She never flew a plane, but suddenly she was able to fly cross country.
1: Still <laughs> waiting for those criminals And she charges was to unable
0: fired. to substantiate her claims. Therefore, he was confirmed. If there's anything that we should be upset about, it's that. And all these Democrats who are rallying around Ginsburg's last wish. I love the memes going around. I don't see last wish clause in the (laughs) Constitution.
1: I guess I'm not looking hard enough.
0: (laughs) Whatever grief the Democrats get in the next month or two, by the way, you had it coming to you. Look at the way you treated Brett Kavanaugh. Now we're going to ram our minority Supreme Court candidate down your throats, and you won't be able to stop it. And we'll have a couple of Democrat votes. There is nothing you can do to stop that. Remember, we're elephants. We remember everything. Now, 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 now. Before we get to, uh, you know, autocratic and tell you just and about the supreme position we find ourselves in by your just bad timing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, may she rest in peace. The death of her. You got Murkowski and Collins saying, well, you know what, we should wait until after the election. Oh, should we now? <laughs> How about we just yank all the funding for your election? And does anybody even know about how Lisa Murkowski got elected? Do you know? I, I was right next to her office when her dad, Frank Murkowski, oh yeah, the Alaska senator, right next to Bingaman's office in uh, Washington D.C. We used to hang out with those crazy cats, play mushball out on the mall. She lucked out. She won by the smallest of margins smallest, like literally the smallest of margins that anybody could win by, and the only reason why she got elected is because I think there's only 700,000 people in all of Alaska. Mm -hmm. Is that right? She has name recognition. But somehow she... From This is when you want to cut off Alaska from the rest of the country. <laughs> I did not support taking up a nomination eight months before the 2016 election to fill a vacancy created by the passing of Scalia. We're now even closer to 2020 election, less than two months out, and I believe the same standard must apply. This woman has no standard. She's an opportunist. Nobody likes her. Nobody cares about her. And that R is hangly, hanging on by the slimmest of threats. You would think that Murkowski and Collins would immediately gravitate towards a Republican conservative like Amy Barrett. This woman should be should be right there and be able to be approved. When was Ruth Bader Ginsburg going to retire doubt? Ever?
1: They were gonna drag her out feet first.
0: That's the only way, and that's exactly the way that she went out. We've got to nominate our candidate immediately, swiftly, and confirm it as quickly as possible. There is nothing unconstitutional about it. Remember, elections have consequences. Because I will tell you this, no matter what happens, as we've already seen being demonstrated here in this 2020 election year, Schumer, Pelosi, and the Democrats will destroy this country if it, as long as it means them getting some sort of power. And Ocasio-Cortez is right there with them, as is Jerry Nadler and Schiff. Adam Schiff. There's so many layers to all this. You need to understand who the Democrats are. And this is a great chance to overturn Roe v. Wade for you pro-lifers. I should say for us pro-lifers. Right, Rudy? Yes, sir. Pro-life hey, leaders help me in too. are acknowledging Ginsburg's role in advancing the position of women in the legal profession. Well, let's look at it. How about just women in the In the world, women in the family, how about just protecting women, period? Americans United for Life, President Catherine Glenn Foster, said, we need to move quickly to nominate Judge Amy Coney Barrett. At this crucial time in the history of our great nation, it's imperative that a respected nominee is selected who will understand that the role of the High Court is to fairly interpret America's Constitution, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That is at the very, very beginning of that statement. Now, I I love this guy. He's a uh, former Boys Nation grad, as I am. Tom Cotton. By the way, Rush is a uh, Boys Nation uh, grad as well. Didn't know if you knew that, just like Bill Clinton. But Tom Cotton, he almost got angry with Chris Wallace. I had to listen to Chris Wallace yesterday. I just had to. I had to punish myself and push myself (laughs) through that. Oh, my God. He is so so ridiculous.
1: He's looking for a spotlight.
0: And he went after Tom Cotton yesterday, and he asked, he asked this, uh, those, uh, oh, who's me asking that question? Don't be surprised. He pointed out that Joe Manchin of West Virginia, the only Democratic senator who voted to confirm Kavanaugh, was reelected, and he might very well have that vote. He also pointed out to something very quickly. Let me remind you of what Barack Obama said in 2009. Elections have consequences Four Democratic senators who voted against Justice Kavanaugh's confirmation lost re-election the next month. Yep. Former senators are Joe Donnelly of Indiana, Heidi Heitkamp of North Dakota, Claire McCaskill of Missouri, and Bill Nelson of Florida. Democratic senators Doug Jones of Alabama and Gary Peters of Michigan are facing tough re-election bids this year. We'll turn the screws on them. They also voted against Justice Kavanaugh's confirmation. I'll tell you what. The American people are tired of politics in 2020. They want this election to be over. I'm telling you right now, the best strategy for the Republicans is to push this forth. Get it done. Use their power, because if they don't, they will lose that power forever. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. That's Trump and the Republicans' response to the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Come on, Collins. Make it easy. Murkowski, just... Stand up straight. When we return, we'll uh, wrap it up talking about the Supreme Court truth, the Constitution, and where it lies.